Well, well, well. Wait, I wasn't ready. <laughs> okay, good. Are you ready? Yeah. You ready, Fog? Okay. Here we are, mm-hmm. one year later, mm-hmm. from the dawning day of Scissors and Scrubs. I really can't believe that. I know. Yeah. February 26th, 2019. Wow. Here we are with 20,000 downloads later. I would like it to be more, but I'll take 20,000. That's I mean, pretty good for yeah. one year one. Um, and it's our anniversary episode. Yay! Happy anniversary, Mike. Thank you. Happy, happy anniversary. anniversary, Mike. Thank, thank Yay, you. You're welcome. Happy anniversary. Okay. So we figured with this episode, we will kind of just talk about what we how we do it, mm-hmm. why we did it, mm-hmm. um, favorite episodes, episodes we hated. Mm-hmm. We're going to read, read some of the write-ins we have. Um I have one story I'm going to tell from one of our nurses. It's, it's a funny story. It's not a funny story, but it's a funny story. <laughs> and I wish I could have her tell it because it's the way she tells yeah. it. I think that makes me laugh. But um, she was like, no, you tell it. You tell it. Okay. So mm-hmm. should we take them all back? One year. How are we going to do this? Sure. So your baby. I know. Well, so I'd be walking. I'd be walking, listening to different podcasts, mm-hmm. and one podcast in particular is two women, and I was like, I'd listen to them. They tell good stories. I enjoy yeah. listening to them. And I'm like, we could do this. We could do this. With the OR, we could do this. Mm-hmm. We should tell our stories. But it's hard to get around that really big elephant in the room called HIPAA. Yeah. And you get around telling these stories with HIPAA. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying, we should do this. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and okay. every time we'd be at work, I'm like, this is going on the podcast. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, Laura, this is going on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this. So then I had a friend in town who she has started a clothing line. Her daughter has cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what amazing woman. She, we're going to do a show on her because she is an amazing woman. Yeah. What she, how she gets through life, what she does for her daughter, what her daughter is achieved. Mm-hmm. She's an amazing woman. So she had hired this woman to help her get her business going. Mm-hmm. So... I was talking with her, and she's. I was telling her one of the OI stories. She's like, you really, you need to tell these stories to people. I'm like, well, I kind of want to do a podcast. I have no clue how you'd start. She goes, oh, my God, I have a girl for you. I have a girl for you. So I contacted Jackie, Jackie Zook, mm-hmm. who helped us out. Mm-hmm. And I called you. I'm like, okay, well, we're going to do this. And you said? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I almost, I was blowing you off yeah, for I know years. You I know you yeah. I was, Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. It's my smile and nod routine. I know. Like, oh, I yeah, know. okay. I yeah. That's why everything sounds well. so nice and agreeable. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, yeah. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> then you call. I, oh, I got a consultant. I'm like, shit. Oh, she's serious. Yeah. She really means We're she doing wants it. to do this podcast. Yep. <laughs> like, so, you know, there we are sitting and coming up with names and yeah. brainstorming. Yeah. And then we, uh, Laura, you think Mike can uh, do the technical for us? Yeah, I don't see why not. And then we drag Mike into the equation. The next thing you know, we're all at the guitar store buying (laughs) microphones and headphones and shit. And I don't know what the hell we thought we were doing. We had no idea what we were doing. My husband's just like, yeah, whatever. Brian, I want chickens. Okay, whatever. When are we going to do this? Yeah, okay, whatever. I'm going to do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever makes you happy. God bless me. He's just along for the ride. Yeah. So um, next thing you know, we're recording our very first episode. Mm -hmm. And... I think we get a lot of pretty good positive feedback from it. I do too. And I think it's funny because when we started, people were like, I mean, I think every were, single one of them was like, how are you going to get around? Right. I think people at work were, I mean, I think they were like, oh, interested. But they were like, I think they were waiting for us to really Fail. blow it <laughs> like big time yeah. by some hip hop 
shit be yeah. fighting us something. Be like John Smith on yeah, twenty six. Like, you know we're not gonna <laughs> say like you know you can't actually say anything about patients. Yeah. I'm like, yep, we do we do know that. Yep, yeah, we, we, we do got realize. this. Yep. Like but you can't say it at all. We're like, yep, I know. We, and I'm pretty sure we had a few higher ups listening in to make sure we were covering this correctly and not Yeah. Like we're not gonna really talk about patients. We're gonna talk about our experiences, you know. And I then once they listened to a few of them, they were like, Oh, and it's that's what? you're not doing that at all. You're no. not talking about when we're like, no, like, I know what we're gonna say. We're not, we're not stupid, <laughs> you know, like we we know we're right. nurses too. Yeah, like, we we get it. We sign the yeah. agreement every year. Right. Yeah. And it's morphed since then too. Right. Like, I mean, our first few episodes are really things that I always wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. like the coconut grove. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we really put a lot of work into those episodes. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of like, what do we do now? And then we morphed into the summer series, which right. I loved doing the summer series. They were just fun. They were just fun. I had so much yeah. fun with it. I think the grizzly bear one, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's I cool. just couldn't get enough. I mean, I really got carried away with it. I was listening to horrible tapes about it. It, it was, <laughs> that was I couldn't get enough of the grizzly episodes. Um, but it's morphed. Yeah. And we're all over the place with it. Like I knew we would be, but right. I love it. And yeah. Usually, every time we release an episode, I get texts all day long. Yes. Either repeating something we said, or mm-hmm. I love that, or I thought that was great, or mm-hmm. I would have done this. And we like the feedback. I love hearing the feedback. So, Well, I have like friends that didn't say anything to me. And I was like, all right, they don't listen. Or they didn't like it, and they don't want to say yeah. anything. Which, whatever. It's fine. It's you know, fine. I don't... It's fine. And then we were out one night with Darren someone, and they're like, oh my God, you know when you were talking about this? And I'm like, what? And they're like, you know when you were saying... I don't even remember you what it was. It. And I was like... <laughs> In the podcast? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. I was dying because of the – and I was like, you listen to the – they're like, yeah, I listen every time. And I'm like, oh. And they're like, oh, my God. I think it's hysterical. I love it. And I'm like, yeah. Blows okay. My Blows I had my no mind. idea. Like, no. I didn't even know they did, but they're like, yeah, I listen to it all the time. Like, I was like, oh, yeah. all right. Never mind. And, and I, it's funny because we have a couple of people at work who will be like, oh, my God, remember when you said this? And I'll totally forget I, I said no it because we, we recorded, recorded it two months ago. Yeah. Exactly. And they'll quote us. And I'm like, uh-huh. Uh, and it just they'll cries. say random things they won't even say oh you said that they'll yeah. just say what we said and i'm like are you i don't know what you're saying right yeah. now and they're like oh you're <laughs> quoting me like yeah. oh wait a minute that was my it. own words yeah. did i say that out yeah. loud um but i love it i love yeah. hearing all the the comments mm-hmm. i love hearing it i that's why i really like i want the people to write in because i like seeing mm-hmm. and i'm sure we're going to get people who are like i fucking hate it i think you girls are yeah, stupid and you, but i'm having fun with it I fun. And, and i mean i like like my like our friend justin mm-hmm He'll write to like me and you privately or whatever on Facebook. He's like, "Oh, did you know that guy?" So I think he listens to us, mm-hmm. and then he's interested. So he researches. So he researches. A I'm lot like, of I have a lot of people doing fun. that. That's fun, you know. What I mean? Like to me, like I'm like, "Oh, he would never have not him, but other anybody and wouldn't if you have told thought, you something like, oh, you haven't known before." Right. I hope it's, I helped you out. You know. Every time we do this, every time I learn something yeah. I didn't know before. So. And so, like the biggest question I get is, "Will you make a money yet?" Are you I making know. money yet? Okay, FYI, no, we're not making money well, on this yet. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I did we had get one sponsor. Yeah, yeah, for a short time. Um, in some of the merchandise that I think I bought most of. Yeah, but <laughs> so she's lost money on. This. I'm not doing it for the money. No, I love recording night. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite. I look forward to it. I'm like, oh, we're recording Saturday, yeah. and I just I have so much fun doing this. And some of these stories I get so excited about because yeah. I can't wait to tell them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm loving doing it. Yeah. It's fine. And, you know, we're going to do it as long as there's something to talk about, which as long as people are drinking and being stupid, yeah, we'll always have something to talk about. about. What is your favorite episode? 
that you think, can think of. I think my favorite is the Coconut Grove Station. I, I love that episode. It's so I tragic, but it's such a good it's, episode. And I think that's what it like draws you in because it's like this so- horrible, both of them mm-hmm. horrible, tragic. No, it did not need to happen at all. And I really liked that episode. I thought that was such a great episode. Um, what I hear people tell me they love the best is the penis episode. I hear the nightclub one. I hear the penis all the time. I'm like, all right, I get it. The penis episode. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I mean, people have said that, but yeah. I'm like, I I've heard. I feel like at the nightclub the same was a heavy amount. One. That as, was a heavy episode, yeah. and I liked the um, the military nurses one. I like talking yeah. about the world when you yeah. know those nurses. Um, what kind of things you want to talk about later? Like what any topics? Like like I really want to cover this. Like we we're going to cover a couple. One of them on the Radium Girls. Yeah, we're going to cover. And I really have wanted to cover that for a while. Yeah, that was really interesting. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't feel like I have something like I'm like I have to do this one. I really want to do the bombing, the Boston bombing. I don't know how we're going to cover that yet. Yeah. We've been just talking about like, maybe we'll try this. But I don't know. But that's one I really. A few, and people have said that to me. Like, I, you guys are going to do a bombing episode, right? So I, we all know people involved yeah. from the victim aspect to the police aspect right. to the doctor aspect to the nurses aspect. Right. And I think if we do, we want to do it right. That's the hard part. So yeah. it's, that's why if it doesn't come out this April, it might be next April. It's just trying to put it together in doing a really good job with it. Doing justice to it, yeah. yeah. Especially to Boston girls. We have to do right, it right. you have to do it right. We have to do it right. Yeah. Do you have an episode you hated? Oh, was it just one of your favorites? I'm trying to think. I don't know. I struggled with the summer barbecue episode. I struggled with it. The one we did outside? Yeah. Yeah, probably not the best one. That's probably not the best one. Yeah, I struggled with that one. I couldn't get into the info. I couldn't. I just, I struggled with it. Yeah, Though I do love Sam's story. Right. That's with the sparklers in her hand. And we I mean, had fun doing it. Right. I just think, and I don't know that we would have struggled, but we were doing it in front of people. Right. So it was like a whole It was distracting. Thing. It was hard. Yeah. Yeah. It was different. I don't know. I didn't hate it. It wasn't, wasn't my, my favorite. It wasn't my yeah. favorite. Um. Though Sam's like, you know, because we're giving out the stickers now. Yeah. I, uh, I did give a story. <laughs> Sam, your sticker's coming. I swear it's to coming. God. Your sticker's coming. Um, yeah. So do you have a favorite writing? Oh. I think. I don't know. I really like the. um. um <laughs> I hypospadias. No I was going to say, I have no idea what that means. You know, he's peeing everywhere. <laughs> she's got a friend going back and forth while she's going. I mean, she's praying. That was it. But I almost wish you could have given the hypospadias. I wish I could have own words. done it word for word, but I couldn't. Um, I really, um, the rubber ducky is my favorite. Yeah, that would be a favorite. The rubber ducky was that my was favorite. <laughs> yeah. That, I love that, that story. I just like that people write to us. Yes. I think that's funny. Yes. We have a couple more yeah. coming up that we're going to talk about. And like I said, I mean, we're constantly stopped and told stories. All the time. And it's hard to remember when you because we get hit with a lot of stories which is why i'll say to you like write it in no 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 i just want we want you to write it in because it's easy for us to then read it right and it's in your words when you write it i know it's a pain in the butt it takes like five minutes write it out right it doesn't have to be like a paper right i'm not looking for ama or what's the apa format remember that nursing school 
Does it? Oh, it's because you have your associates. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a right nursing theory, you had APA. I think it was APA. Some stupid I'm sure format. I did it. I just, I just don't know. It was stupid. It was just stupid. I hated it. I probably just did it and didn't realize what I was doing. I was like, can you get master's? Um, I'm going to say right here now, I will never get my master's. Unless you make me. No never, problem. ever get my Even if you make me, I'll go work at Marshall's. I'm <laughs> not getting my master's. That will never happen. I will never write a paper mm. as long as I live. I really don't want to. Ever, mm. for any reason. If my kids were being held at gunpoint, I wouldn't write a paper. Oh No. Mm. Remember, well, I don't know if you remember, but before computers, and you had to draw your margins in. Yeah. I'm and you had to write that. your title, and you had it in, oh, God damn. I liked writing papers. Oh, hated it, hated it, I'm, hated it. I'm, Yet now, doing the podcast, yeah. I'm writing a paper every week. <laughs> I'm good at writing papers. I was good bullshit all day long. Yeah. I just hated a it. good fella. I didn't yeah. want to take up the time to do it. Mm, like but now I'm doing a book report basically every, every day. week. Yeah. yeah. For, every week, for, yeah. This is the tail end of a four-episode recording. Yeah, all right. Lot. We had to write four episodes mm-hmm. to get ready for this night. It was a lot of goddamn work. I was I'm telling you last night. I was like, yeah. I will finish it. I promise. <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> one more hour of not doing it. And, and we do it handwritten. Yeah, handwritten. So we come up with a topic. What do you want to talk about, Laura? I don't know. We're going to do uh, the Rain Girls and Karen Silkwood. Mm-hmm. And we both, okay. And we literally are texting each other. What are you going to do? Okay, I'm going to do this. Did you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we start investigating however mm-hmm. we're doing it. I go right to Wikipedia. That's step one. Wikipedia all I day love long. that all things, what is that? All things interesting.com. Awesome. Well, it has never... awesome articles on it. All right, well, now I'm going to have to yeah. go there. And then if it's somebody, I go to YouTube and I look them up and see if they have anything. Yeah. I mean, snapped that snapped episode with that Hewitt. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. That was one of the best that things I ever one. dug up. So then we do that. And then I literally, old, new, old notebook, pen, write down everything I want to say. Yeah. As you know, I can barely read half my writing half the time. Yeah. But I write it all out. Some of these are like. I've already filled a notebook. So one year's down. That's 2019 okay. sitting right there. Yep. File it. File away. Click. All right. So, we're going to read a couple of write-ins, I think. Okay. All right. You want to go first or am I going first? We talked about this before. Because then we do. We plan out and we talk about it. I think I go first. Okay. All right. I'm not going to give the full name, but this is from Nicole. And it says, uh, hello, Laura and Nicole. Thank you for the wonderful podcast, Sizzits and Scrubs. I love it. And Nicole, I love you. Thank you very much for saying that. Uh, Laura, I work with your aunt, Laurie at BWH, and I'm glad, of course, I can barely read. I'm so glad that she proudly told us about you guys. Thank you. My auntie, auntie Laurie, loves, loves it. Every time I see her, or she'll text me, or if I see her, she's like, oh my God, I loved this one, and I loved that, and that was so interesting. And I tell everybody, I literally tell everybody at the hospital. Because I just them. feel... This is a podcast for nurses. Mm-hmm. This is where you vent. Mm-hmm. This is where we talk about all the shit we see. Right. And I just feel if more nurses could hear about it. Mm-hmm. And it don't have to be a nurse. You don't have to no, be a nurse. Yeah. Because whatever we talk about, we explain it. Yeah. You don't have to be in the nursing field, no. the medical field. Right. I I feel like we would be... We're a niche that not other people are in. Right. And if you are in it, usually there's a couple we've heard. They're not where we are. They're just not <laughs> what we are. I don't know what we are, but they're not it. Um. <laughs> So I just like if I think we would take off, maybe next year. Oh, my auntie Laurie's really trying. Okay, thank you, Auntie Laurie. 
Um, I would like to suggest you do a po- podcast on organ, blood, and bone marrow donation. Oh, yeah. We said we're going to do yep, I think it might help some people not be afraid. I believe there are still some people who think hospitals um, limit the care you get so that you'll die if, you need, if you're an, org- um, an organ donor, mm-hmm. which... She's right. I've heard people say that. Yeah, to people me. do. I'll say that. Um, keep up the good work. I love what you're doing. If still available, I would one love one of your amazing stickers. I believe you might already have one by now. It should um, be there any minute. We do want to cover organ donation. Mm-hmm. It's hard because I have, I believe in organ donation a hundred percent, but I do have a few of my own conflicting issues with it. So it's I have to find a way to present it. In a very unbiased, mm-hmm. technical, mm-hmm. forward way. Yeah. Because I don't want to um, disrupt what the organ bank does. Because they do. They save. I mean, save, it saves lives. People are like, oh, you know, you're going to die and that's going to become warm food. Yep. And you could save 10 lives with mm-hmm. one person. Mm-hmm. You could, you know, somebody who had had their leg removed from cancer all of a sudden can walk because you donate a bone. Or somebody with corneal issues can see because you donated corneas. Mm-hmm. A heart lungs you know you can split the lungs so it's right. like there's so many things you could do with it yeah. and it's an amazing gift it and it has such a bad wrap yeah it does. wrap and connotation in the poor mm-hmm. organ bank people in fact i don't even think they call it organ bank and what's new no. and donor services donor. um and they've changed the name because people are like oh here are the vultures looking yeah. to get an organ blah 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 but I think for the families who donate, it helps them to deal with the tragic circumstances of their loved ones. I really think it does. And we see the families and they, I think it really does help mm-hmm. them. And honestly, I work with the organ bank and the families a lot. Like I, that's part of the mm-hmm. role I get a lot. And they're the, the organ bank people are all the nicest they're people. Amazing. They're so sweet they're to amazing. the families. And they're not fake about, they have And they're working like dogs. Dogs. And they know these people. Yes. Because they've been working with them for days and they yep. know the family and they know, oh, what did you say he liked to do? Like, they... They're respectful. Very they're, respectful. They they do an excellent job. Yep. They do. Yep. I mean, there's no joking, no laughing. Those rooms are no. treated very differently yeah. than any other OR. Yep. Very differently. Yep. So... Auntie Laurie, thank you, mm-hmm. and we will um, get your sticker to you, and we will work on that. I think we decided what month is Organ Donation Month. I think it was uh, October or something, wasn't it? I think August, it's August, October. Fall. Whatever Organ yeah. Donation Month is is when we're going to do an episode yeah. on it. So we did hear you, and we are working on it. Uh, all right, you got another one, Laura. Okay. This is from a fellow coworker of us that I'm not going to say her name. It's titled, um, My Awesome Medical Story. <laughs> Dear Scissors and Scrubs. It's me. Let me just say, she's a writer. Um, she is a very good writer. writer. So yeah. it's a long story. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to tell you a medical story. I'm going to read this verbatim because it's funny, I think. Um, buckle up and hold on. You are in for a ride. Maybe. Parentheses. The, yeah. <laughs> um, the year was 2010. I was living in Somerville in a three-bedroom dilapidated house with six people in one bathroom and three bedrooms. Hey, this one was, bathroom. Yeah. This was during the Great Recession when we were all very poor postgrads with no jobs except except for retail or coffee shops. I shared a room with a friend. Our mattresses were on the floor pushed together. Ugh. Yeah. I believe my mattress was from the street, but who knows? Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Bed bugs, bed bugs, bed bugs. Oh. Anyways, my housemate was riding his bike and got hit on the corner of Prospect Street and Hampshire Street in Cambridge and had a collapsed lung. Ooh. They took him to the hospital and had to place a chest tube. During his hospitalization, I wanted to deep clean 
the apartment because it was really a shithole and considered his lung <laughs> considering his lungs were not in the best shape at the moment dust and mold would likely be a problem mm, the shower mm. was really super moldy and i would clean it occasionally but give up i can only do so much i would be living in bleach in a i can't even um but this time i dedicated myself i was an on and off housekeeper for years and worked with some Portuguese women from the homeland for a few years. <laughs> from the homeland. I the really homeland. know how to clean. I bought some Tylex, which is some brush, yeah. great stuff for <laughs> disgusting bathrooms. I scrubbed and scrubbed. Here's where things went wrong. <laughs> I can tell you what's going to happen before I even read it. I was straddling the bathtub edge. Don't get any ideas, Nicole. <laughs> While really <laughs> brillowing the shit out of this thing. Brillowing? Yeah. Do we even have brillo pads anymore? I think so. While I sprayed a lot of Tylex, it was definitely sitting in it as well. Ugh. I had some real pressure on my ass from holding my <laughs> core and scrubbing and using my ass as a fulcrum. <laughs> ass is a good for that. <laughs> my fulcrum. Fast forward a few days and I have a certain annoying pain in my crotch. After further investigation, an abscess formed right in my peritoneum. Riding my bike Peritoneum ev- or perineum? I think she means perineum. Okay. Um, riding my bike everywhere like an idiot really complicated things. Um, I called a few people and got about their recommendations for home surgery on it. Because of the economy and my lack of money or health care, I needed to avoid going to the doctor. I didn't have one, so I'd have to go to the ER or something. This was before I worked in the medical field and before I could consult people with actual knowledge for free. <laughs> <laughs> trusted friend strongly advised me not to drain it at home as she made that mistake once and ended up with an infection. <sighs> this monster of an abscess was thanks to chemical burns from cleaning the bathroom and riding my bike around after the fact. <laughs> don't I, mean to laugh, but Jesus Christ. I know. I never claimed to be smart. So I bit the bullet and went to a hospital down the street. Yeah, there's no- hospital. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. There's nothing better than going to the ER to bear all and let everything out in the open. Well, you had to air it out a little bit. Yeah. In walks a smoking hot resident. <laughs> it's always the way. And a nurse around my age to check the situation out. They really invested themselves into taking care of my crotch <laughs> abscess. And all in all, it did a great job. Phew. Over and done with. I vowed to never straddle the bathtub while in a pool of chemicals again. Fast forward a week later, and boom, I get hit by a car. Oh, Jesus Christ. Get off the goddamn bike. <laughs> Actually, I hit the car. It was freezing cold out, and my fingers were icicles because I couldn't afford anything except for the $1 gloves at CVS. Which you could have used a receipt, all right? That would have covered her fingers. I might have. Um, it was freezing cold out, but... No, wait a minute. I've already read that. I was riding back from some sort of potty where I had minimal libations. You're sure you did. This lady was pulling out of a side street, and I had it timed perfectly so that when she pulled out, I would pass her on the right without hitting my brakes. My fingers were frozen. <laughs> so I hit them anyway. <laughs> um, instead of pulling out, she decided she would quickly veer into the bike lane and hit her brakes. I slammed into her car and went flying off my bike. I woke up a minute later, and some old ladies were standing over me. Were they Portuguese? Were they helping her? <laughs> the <clean>? homeland. <laughs> I quickly got up and jumped on my bike because that's what my now concussed brain thought I should do. The next thing I remember is pacing around in the apartment, smoking a cigarette when, my, the house, dirty bathroom. No, when my housemate asked me why there's so much blood <gasps> over my legs and soaking into my socks. I oh think I God. just got hit by a car or something <laughs> is my actual response. I had to go to work the next morning and I can't afford to call out. No earned time, no call outs. You don't get paid. Well, you know, coffee is a big deal. Yeah. And I was scraping by. The only way I could get as many hours as possible um, was to take 
Go ahead. Was to take the opening shifts at Starbucks. Oh, there it is. <laughs> so I went, it's like skips paragraphs yeah. on my phone. Um, Same here. So I'd have to wake up at 3.30 a.m. and ride my bike to Brookline. No Brookline. Car, Brookline. No you couldn't find a Starbucks closer. What? She needed the opening shifts. God bless. Um, when I woke up, I stood up and fell over immediately into a stack of books on the ground. I continued on into the bathroom, feeling very dizzy. Well, if your bed wasn't a mattress on the floor, you would at least have had a little more room. <laughs> I dropped something on the ground and went down to pick it up and slammed my head on the wall. Oh, my God. I had a giant swollen lump on my forehead. But guess what I do? I go to work. God bless. Well, needless to say, it was a disaster. They put me at the bar <laughs> where you are the one making lattes and shit during the morning rush. That was my jam. I fucked up drinks continuously, forgetting how many pumps of caramel or flavor syrups in the cups. <laughs> Skinny vanilla lattes were way too popular. I forgot what I was making in the middle of making something. My I face go was to Starbucks if it was the only place left on earth. I'm not, sorry, go ahead. I mean, I'm a dice girl. You know I'm a dice girl. I'm not paying eighty five thousand dollars for a latte. I know. Um, my face was beat red and I didn't know why I kept fucking up. I started getting really frustrated. They pulled me off the bar and my manager took me aside to talk to me. I didn't know what she was saying and asked, Have you been talking to me? She says, yes, you have to go to the hospital. You can't work. Oh, at least somebody had some brains. Yeah. I went back to the same hospital where I brought my abscess. <laughs> same body walks in. <laughs> they took me right in due to the, my recent brain trauma. I experienced double vision, had a blind spot in my she right eye. Mary and Joseph. Severe headaches. You know the drill. Guess who comes in the exam room while I'm there? The honey. You got it. My abscess team. Oh, God bless. They were on so again. So they do crotches and brains. Yeah. They were on again and saw my name on the board and remember that I was the idiot abscess girl. They both walk in and wanted to know how my abscess was doing. <laughs> well, if you'd like to look. Yeah. It's great. You guys did an awesome job. Can we look? Well, um, I'm telling you, it's pretty much healed. Wow, you guys are awesome. We really want to see it. I think this is sexual harassment. <laughs> I was feeling pretty defenseless at that point anyways, considering I didn't have much of a grasp on anything. Whatever. And this is how it happens. Yeah. Was it Jeffrey Epstein? Is that who was your... <laughs> Whatever. They've already seen my downstairs department. <laughs> Filene's basement. So I dropped my pants again. That's my long story, and I hope you liked it. I had to see a neurologist for about a year or two. I struggled with short-term no, memory. what's wrong with her. Yeah. And often got lost. I started for a good long while, oh and when God. I'm tired, the studies start coming out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I had to see a neuro-ophthalmologist in Boston after I kept failing the peripheral vision test. They had me come in three different times to make sure it wasn't a false positive at the local eye doctor. I was just going through my papers yesterday and came across the printout of my eyeball test that was a blur in the right bottom of my right eye. The worst part was going from having such a great memory to losing it, but this slowly um, rectified itself. It took me about three years to pay off the medical b bills from oh, the CT moly. scans, MRIs, etc. I don't know if I've told you the guys this story before. Another thing, too, is the concussion syndrome stuff. I know you guys did an episode talking about this, but that shit is real. I had two brain injuries in less than 12 hours from each other and had two other concussions growing up. The doctor did explain to me it would take a lot longer to heal due to past concussions. Oh, and I absolutely was wearing a helmet when this happened. Okay, Laura? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Love your coworker. I can't believe you burned your nether regions with chemicals. Tylex. I can't. I know. I can't. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Tylex. That was a good one. Okay, well, the next one we have is a birthing story, I believe, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. So... I gotta find it because what happens is when they get sent over. All right, here we go. <laughs> they get all foobod. Okay. Hi, ladies. Uh, I'm a huge fan of the podcast and I've been catching up since I'm on maternity leave, but I have a pretty interesting C section story. <clears throat> Excuse me for my man's voice. It's been a long day. Can I'm you sure you've. 
Yeah, she did. She wrote that right in there. I'm sure you've you've seen it all. So I was due Christmas Day, but I had a scheduled C-section for the 18th. With my first son, we had to evict him because he refused to come out. Mm-hmm. I can empathize mm-hmm. with that. I, I held have, on for daylight. Yes, I have claw yeah. marks on my uterus yeah. where he was like, I'm not going. Yeah. <sighs> However, my birth plan did not go scheduled as scheduled at all. I woke up December 5th, extra miserable. My ankles were all of a sudden puffy. I just assumed two weeks let, two weeks left to go. It's nothing. I got to blow this up because it's really tiny writing. No, I'm not going to do that because I'm just going to screw it all up. Okay. I'm going to put it close to my face. (laughs) My everything, my everything hurt extra. Plus the week before I was told I was probably going to have a nine to 10 pound baby. Why do they tell people this? Christ. You shouldn't tell people that. No, no, no. You don't want to know anything nine to 10 pounds is coming out. Do not guess the weight. Don't tell people. Just let it be a surprise. Well, it's because her first son was eight pounds. So he blazed a path by an ultrasound tech. And that was false. Oh, all right. So he wasn't even how? No, they. It, he wasn't really nine to ten. They tell these people this right. all the time. I say that every time. My doctor says it's gonna be ten pounds. Like they have no idea. It's a two. It's off by yeah, two pounds. It's gonna be more or less. I'm like, big. don't tell people. Did you put the person who had like a twenty three pound baby? Oh, Did you see that on yeah. Facebook? The baby was gross. Yeah. So I went about my day with severe back pain and vagina pain. Oh, I know that pain. I don't think anything of it because my first son. Because with my first son, I went into labor and I didn't think I was going this time either. So I go to my OB appointment and they took me up, they hooked me up to the monitor. Excuse me with the mistakes because I'm having a hard time because it's tiny, right? <laughs> um, I'm old. And we find out I'm contracting six minutes apart. No. So my traction, my contractions get to four minutes apart and the doc tells me to head over to the hospital, which I do. By the time I'm at the hospital, the contractions are now two minutes apart. But there'll be no pushing or V-back because he's transverse, which is fine. Because that was never something I wanted to do. So she needs a C-section because mm-hmm. the baby's that way. Mm-hmm. Transverse fucker. Both okay, my so kids were. we begin the C-section process. Now my kids were ready to roll. They just didn't want to come out. With my first one, I had an epidural, the best thing God has ever created. But this, that's my input, not hers. Yes. But with this one, the anesthesiologist said she was going to give me a spinal instead. I already hate her. So I said, okay. So we're in the OR, and I'm doing that thing where you're attempting to round your back over your belly so they can get the medicine in, which is not easy to do when you're nine months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what she did, but my left leg involuntary moves, and of course I kicked the nurse and hold on. What the fuck? <laughs> you know when they say, tell us if you get a spark down yeah. your leg. No, I'm going to kick you. She sparked and sizzled right yeah. down her leg. Yeah. <laughs> um, and everyone is asking what happened. And I literally don't know. I just moved. That's what I love. Like, what did you do that for? I didn't. I just hit my nerves. You're sticking something into yeah. my spine that made me do that. Dumbasses. <laughs> the anesthesiologist wraps up whatever she's doing back there and I lay down. <laughs> back there. It just sounds wrong. What are you doing back there? Only the right side of my body is starting to feel numb. The left, I can feel everything and I'm starting to panic. My husband is in at, is in at this point sitting on a stool and the curtain is up. And I'm all, hey there, I can feel my left side. And the surgeon starts doing the prick test. <laughs> it's not what you think. No. Sure, her name isn't Jenna Jameson. The prick test is where they touch you with something sharp to see how high the spinal is. Um, basically, they gather that the anesthesiologist hit an air pocket. I didn't know we were full of air pockets. No. Apparently, we're full of air pockets. Huh. And it only took to one side. And I'm here, full-blown panic attack, because the surgeon is all, well, it's numb, and let's get to a point where we can do the surgery, because you know how they are. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. All right, so left side. I won't work on the left yeah, we'll side. We'll just use we'll the just right side. We'll just do the right side. Yeah. Uh, and I'm thinking, please don't make me do that, this, this half feeling, what's going on. <laughs> I was thankfully not enough, so they kicked my husband out and knocked me out. However, I apparently had issues even when I was under. I kept moving, 
and the way the baby was positioned, they had to lift me a certain way so that the next day... Uh-oh, I'm messed. I lost the last half. Hold on a second. Oh, boy. Oh, something about her anal. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it's our anal episode. I lost the last half of it. So that the uh, position, they had to lift me a certain next way, and it says something about her hemorrhoids being pregnant. Do you have the end of it? Apparently, I had issues even when I was under. I kept moving, and then the way the baby was positioned, they had to lift me a certain way so that the next day I was sore. Okay. All in my ribs and torso. But I didn't find all of that out until after the next day during rounds. So that was my crazy C section sore. So she must have woken up sore in her ribs and her abdomen. Like, not near the C section. She had no idea why, but it's the way (laughs) they were moving around the table. And then. Did Do you have, have something about hemorrhoids being pregnant at the end of that? Um, side note, she says, never laughed so hard as I did with your anal cavity episode. <laughs> and I was at that moment suffering from hemorrhoids being pregnant. Oh, yeah. Hemorrhoids. She said, thanks. Eesh. They're vicious. Yeah. Those little fuckers are vicious. I didn't have those. Thank God. I was going to them again recently. It was on. It wasn't pretty. with you? I'm telling you, I'm like a 90-year-old woman. God, I couldn't sit. I couldn't think. I was like, oh, my God, I might have to call out sick from work. I'm, I'm beside myself. <laughs> I can't come in. I got the hemorrhoids. So she finishes up with, please share away. Yes, it was pretty horrific. My husband definitely thought I died because Logan was with him at least 45 minutes to an hour before I came back. <laughs> and if you have any questions, please feel free to call me. But Logan is super cute and worth it. Yeah, that's what we all try to say. Highly cute. <laughs> Sent for my iPhone. All right, your stick is on the way, too. That's a great story. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, we could go on and on. I'd love to have more pregnancy stories because we could do a whole episode on yeah. just women's mishaps. Because everybody's got a pregnancy yeah. story. Literally, everybody's got one. Yeah. Um, all right. So am I doing this last one? Is that our boy from the South? Boy from the South, I think. Y'all. All right. Rick writes in. Rick and Morty. Hey, ladies. I just wanted to say, y'all have a great show. Y'all. Y'all. I, you know what? They make fun of our accents because we, we drop the R's and we add them when they don't belong. They leave out whole words. Y'all. G. No, G. And then it, it makes me say the rest of the sentence as if I have a terrible well, southern accent. Because now we're going to have a terrible yep. southern How y'all doing? So my favorite story is from back when I was in clinical for orthotech. I was in the OR observing and already felt so out of place just watching outside of the room through a window since it was a uni knee and as students weren't allowed in uni or totals. So when they, they, they must not allow students into rooms that they're putting implants in into at this joints, hospital. Because into if joints. a joint gets infected, you're in trouble. Ugly. Um, here was a surgical rep inside who took pity on me and came up, came out, gave me a book to follow along with and explained what the steps were, which was really nice. That's nice. What was um, his angle? What was that rep wanting? I know. He's going to the system. Um, the surgeon inside was notorious as a complete asshole. And at five, six or so, five, had six. a... This is going to um, get bad. Napoleon syndrome. <laughs> yep. He kept turning around and staring at me through the window. Finally, he pointed at me and told me to get inside. I was scared shitless. He looked at the rep and said I was his problem and I could observe if I could stay out of the way. Oh, God bless. I get tunnel vision because I know if I screw up here, I'm done. <laughs> I back up and the surgical tech yells, freeze. He said, turn around and see where you are. I turn. And now I'm, he's exerting his dominance in the yeah. room. Like, listen, listen, kid. This Love is my you spot. Now. I got you. I turn around and I'm less than a foot from destroying the entire oh, sterile that field. That would have been so ugly. Yeah. All he said was, if you destroy my field, I'll kill you. Needless to say, never made that mistake again. Keep up the great show and send... A sticker to my way to promote y'all in Atlanta. Sincerely, Rick. Thank you, Rick. It's on the way, Rick. You know what, Rick? One of these days, we're going to come down south and we're going to do a show. And you guys are just going to love it. Y'all. 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 
I used to go when I was working down south and uh, my first day in the OR in Myrtle. I worked in Myrtle Beach for a while. And I come in, little Boston girl, me and my girlfriend, two Boston girls. They were already bullshit because two Boston girls were coming down. And I walk in the room and the surgeon's like, how y'all doing? I'm like, good. Where y'all from? I'm like, oh, I'm from Boston. His entire expression <laughs> changes. He's like, you're a Yankee. I'm looking around like, actually, I'm a Red Sox fan. <laughs> Is he talking to me? Do, are you confusing the two? I, I get, who's a Yankee? Because I've never been called a Yankee in my entire life. No. And it went down. We actually bought the women a book, How to Love a Yankee. Wow. Because they did not. We wound up having the most wonderful time with these people. Yeah. Little weird in the lunchroom and they talk about the Civil War like it happened last week. That's a little bizarre. I think it's probably time to move on. A little bit. I'm yeah. not going to say the outcome. I think we all know what it was. Yeah. Um, the War of Northern Aggression. They will not call it the Civil War. <laughs> but oh. once you get to know them down there, they are sweet. Mm-hmm. But they would rag on our accents. Mm-hmm. Any, I'm in the room and I need a skin scribe. And I'm like, I need a skin scribe out of the top draw. What? I need a skin scribe out of the top draw. I'm I'm sorry. I, I don't know what you're saying. I'm like, oh, excuse me. Could I have it out of the top drawer, please? And she's like, oh, drawer. You wanted the top drawer. I'm like, yes, yes, yeah, that's what I wanted. It's like a different language. But they they just jeet. What? Jeet. Did you eat? Oh, it becomes jeet, which is funny because everything they do is so freaking slow. Right. You wouldn't think they talk fast, but they well they can talk slower because they combine it into one True. word. Jew? No. Jewy? Oh, did you eat? <laughs> yes, got it. No, I did not eat. But no. Thank you. I'd love to go on break. <laughs> and the other thing I don't get about the South: Old Bay seasoning. I love Old shit? Bay seasoning. I hate it. And they put it on I boiled love Old Bay seasoning. Boiled peanuts. Have you well, had boiled no. peanuts? No. Okay. If you've never had them, go get your gym socks, boil them on your stove, <laughs> and bring them in the lounge and throw Old Bay seasoning on them. You don't like Old Bay seasoning? No. Like and I think and I was fish? scarred from boiled peanuts. They're so good. No. No. Those boiled peanuts, I still can't get the smell out of my mouth. I think it's the boiled right, peanuts that you don't it was like. Just, it, it, they were, yeah. Mm. Girl, ain't you ever had boiled peanuts? No. I'm like, why would you boil them? Right. You just salt them. They yeah. could salt it. Yeah. Why are we boiling them? No. But I love you, Southern, as I really do, because you're a lot of fun, and I do love the accents. Mm-hmm. So maybe someday I'll get down there, but I'm not eating boiled peanuts. No. No way at right. all. So I'm going to finish up with one more story. Oh. And this was a story from someone we work with. Okay. All right. And this is another episode idea that I would love to do, because when you are a nurse, um, and, you know, I'm sure there are other professions like this, even when you're not at work, you're a nurse. Yeah. No matter where you are, a nurse. I have an ass ache. I have a Band-Aid problem. Mm. What doctor should I go to? You're on a plane. Mm. Is there a nurse on the plane? You're in a, you're driving. Somebody gets run over in front of your car. You have to stop because you can't move unless you'll, you'll run over them. Um, you're always a nurse. You're mm-hmm. always on. You're, somebody's always asking you a mm-hmm. question. So she is going on vacation with her husband. Mm-hmm. And she's in the terminal. And she's like watching this scene play out at the airport desk there mm-hmm. uh, i can't think of the word but where the you know the, check in the check in yeah. the check in counter she's like there's a woman checking in and there's a woman in a wheelchair who looks like she's a breath away from death she's like slumped over mm-hmm. she's barely conscious and she's like i hope she's not getting on the plane because <laughs> she's not gonna make it out of this terminal oh they she gets on the plane oh God. she goes on the plane yeah 
So she's like, we take off. We're hanging out. She said, and all of a sudden I hear the words nobody wants to hear on a plane. Is there any medical personnel on board? Oh, God. And she's looking around, see if anybody gets up. No Always one. get up. Mm-hmm. She's like, shit. <laughs> shit. I can't be the only oh, one. <laughs> so she gets up, goes to the back of the plane. The half-dead woman is now on the floor of the plane. Okay. Uh-huh. She only speaks Creole. Uh-huh. The family only speaks Creole. Uh-huh. Nobody on the plane speaks no. Creole. They get a man who speaks French, mm, which close. is nothing like Creole. I mean, so he can't. It's French Creole. I can understand nothing she is saying. Bibi, I leave. Voila, done. He leaves. He, he wants nothing to do with this. Um, so another nurse winds up coming down, and the two of them are looking at her. They're putting oxygen on her, and like it's going bad. Mm-hmm. And she looks at the other nurse, and she's like, "Um, I think she's dead." <laughs> the other nurse is like, "I think she's dead too." Oh God! So they both look at the stewardess. I think she's dead. <laughs> And the stewardess is like, okay, you're going to have to help me put her near the window. <laughs> and she's like, what? She's like, what do you think I'm going to do with it? This happens all the time. She's like, what? All the time? So they have to pick her up and sit her and lean her against the window. And they leave the oxygen mask on. Thank God this woman was African-American because you won't notice how gray she is yeah. like you would right on somebody who's Caucasian. So what the stewardess said is many of these families cannot afford to fly their loved ones home when they've passed away. So they take them very right sick before then. and bring them back to their home country because it's cheaper. Right. Well, yeah, because they're only buying the airplanes. Correct. Yeah. And they're dying on the plane. So it oh happens often. Oh, my God. So she was like, oh, my God, we're flying with a dead body, which I think happens more often than people not. So she's Well, like, I mean, if they're just propping them up with oxygen. Right. Exactly. Yeah, like everybody could so be she's dead. Like, she's like, I think a doctor showed up at one point. And she's like, but he did nothing. He yeah. was like useless. So she gets back to her seat and her husband's like, how did it go? She's like, you want to have it? He's dead. She's dead. She's dead. She's dead. Do you understand? She's dead. We're playing with a dead woman. <laughs> the people behind her are like, how did it go? She's like, not good. No. no, no. <laughs> it's not good. Not good. Don't go to aisle 43. And I want to give a shout out to this nurse. You know your story. You know who you are. Yeah. She's, I'm a nurse. I'm a, I'll go in. I do my job. Mm-hmm. I'm semi-compassionate. Mm-hmm. I get it done. She and there's a, a couple of nurses that work in her service are the consummate nurse. Yes. She is compassionate beyond compassionate. Mm-hmm. She makes the job look easy. Mm-hmm. She knows everything. You you ask me a question about policy. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, let me look it up. No, you know. You know your shit. I'm uh, always like, um, let me ask Laura. Uh, let me ask. Um, I don't know. I'm like, this is what I I'll would do. I'll look but I can't quote you in a second. <laughs> I have to look up everything. She knows her policy. She knows yes. her procedures. Yeah. She takes care of her patients. Mm-hmm. She's meticulous. She's an unbelievable nurse. So I want to shout out to her. Mm -hmm. I want to shout out um, Chris. You know who you are. Mm -hmm. She, you guys are phenomenal nurses. Mm -hmm. And I know on the shift you work and the services you work on, it's thankless. Mm -hmm. Know that your colleagues are recognizing the fantastic nurses you guys are. So I say that to you. And I love your story. So Mm -hmm. I think we have to send her a sticker too. Fine. I think she needs one. We should make Bye. we should make scrub caps. We should make scissors and scrub scrub caps. That's what I think. Okay. You wait before I'm done. Dude, I'm gonna have a tattoo to my forehead. You All really right, anyway. So uh thanks for the future. We're gonna try to get the live shows. It's gonna happen. It may be a couple of years. It may be the end of the year. It's gonna be. Um it's gonna happen. If there's any doctors out there, I'll just need a script of Advan yeah, or Xanax. I, I want to travel with this so bad. I hear all these other podcasts. We're in Texas, we're in Alaska, we're in Alaska. That's gonna be us. Okay. That's it. Okay.
it. We're doing it. All right. It's done. Can we go to nice places? Yes. Okay. We can go to Italy. They, they won't speak English, though. Right? Jack takes Italian. Bingo. He'll yeah. translate okay. for us. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll carry my little yellow card like um, the chick from Munchausen's. Yes. She has it, and I'll yes. just pretend it's I only speak English. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, a year in, 20,000 downloads. Let's, let's triple that by the end of oh, next, boy. next February. All right. Let's triple that. Love hearing from all of you. Please keep writing in your stories. We have plenty of stickers yes. to give out. Um, we love hearing from you. Yes. Even if it's just a, hey, from wherever you're from right, just on, that you're listening. on your reviews. Just yeah. let us know you're listening, where you're from. I'd like to know if we're making it farther than Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we really aren't. We the end are of all of this. in Atlanta, y'all. Y'all. Y'all love you all down there. Um, So thank you for listening. Thank you for helping this dream of mine to come out. Mm -hmm. And um, we've got some great shit coming for you this year. Yeah. All right. Bye. Like, subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.